Good morning, and uh, we're starting on the bottom of Samachet. One of the first terms I learned when I came to Israel was a Samachet. You know what a Samachet is? You have a Svardi Tahor. At some stages in history, people even write their name at the end of their name. They'd be so and so and so and so, Samachet. I was like the pure Svardim who came from Spain. Not to be confused with all the others that came all over the show that uh, migrated to Africa and everything like that. People would write, Samach Tet, and he'd be known as a Samach Tet. It was like a, a Yichah statement. Maybe it still is, I don't know. So, yeah, so we, we, are, we are on Samach Tet today, whatever that means, right? Okay. So we saw yesterday, the Gemara is discussing over here about, it says, uh, we're still busy discussing this question over here about Yosh on its own Kone. So I'm picking up about 10, 12 lines back. So it was the Kashi against Rav, basically. If we say that Yosh is Kone, then how does a person who stole something and then shechted it or, 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 or sold it Ever pay the, the four and five? Because it was his. So we said, no, we're talking over here that the Bali themselves, actually they did the Hagdasha, they made the Korban into a Korban while the Ganif still had it. So the Gemara says, well, me, how would that work? We got a din of Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan told us a din, not over here in this sugya. Right? We will see a tomorrow in today's daf on Samach Tet. But from Kiddushin and other places, there's a cloud that the Baalim could never magdi something if it was stolen. It would have to be in their possession and in their ownership. So if someone stole something from you and it's still your ownership, but it's not in your possession. So neither of you can do Akdashak. Kodrab Yochan, you have to have ownership and possession. Right? So he says, the gun of Khan because not his, doesn't own it. The Zelefish and the and the owner, he can't magdi it because it's not in his possession. There's a legal term for this. Somebody help me. I don't remember what it is, but it's like, when, when it's like, not yours. The uh, jury, I think, is when it's like ownership. I don't know. Okay, so Gabon says, no, 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 that's not a problem. Why? Because Amre, how could we say that these guys were Magdish the Korban? And I have a problem with Rabbi Yochanan. How do we say that? Amre, who'd Amre get snooing? That's what we got up to yesterday. They behaved like the snooing. What, what was the chilish of the snooing? So Rashi says over here, what's the problem of the tznui, the, the, the tznuin? Kekzavarak is Rashi. I'm reading the Kama, we'll see in today's daf, and daf kaf tamachted. But Kerem, when it comes to Kerem Revai, Kerem Revai is in the fourth year of your field, and you, you can't eat it without pigeon, you have to redeem it, if you want to take, if you, if you get to take the money to Jerusalem. That's a tznuin, the tznuin would leave, would take money, set it aside. So they were worried about guys who'd be walking through their fields and they'd be eating there without knowing it's Keteravai. And they'd be eat, so they'd put money, they'd redeem it. So these Tsunuin were like Chasidim who would go over and, 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 and beyond the, the call of, 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 of duty and they would put aside money and they'd say, whatever you guys are going to, uh, are going to eat after, don't worry, it's all been redeemed. So, so to these guys, the, the, the Magdishim could do the same thing. The Ghana's got the Korba. They know it's going to be Magdishit. So they quickly Magdishit themselves. We aren't shechting a, a Korba, which is Chulin. Right? So, back in the Gemorrah, it did not have to be in the Gemara. So, in the Gemara, it did not have to be in the Gemara. What does it mean, Kola Nilkat Migrashi? Koma Shelaktu Bene Adam Hayom Mikan. Even as in our possession, we do um, uh, do the do the the the, the pigeon, and the kedusha works. Right, but the last one here is call mashe laktu bnei adam. That's retroactively, right? At the end of the day, whatever they took, they'll say whatever the guys took, we redeemed on this. Right, so, the, so, so that's basically, we could answer, and that's how the, 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 the Ghanif was magnus. If that's the problem with Rabbi Yochanan, the Gemara said, wait a second, but if that's the case, right, Chazra Labalim, Chazra Karen Labalim. What's going on here? Look at Rashi, Ishehegdishu Balim, Kefra Mashab, so why now, if the Korban, yeah, if these guys were magnus, the, the Korban, 
like the Tznuin, so then why must you pay Kefel? Who magdished it? The Bali magdished it. Right, because what did we say earlier on? We said, uh, We said, we said there, Mesharem Tashlumei Kefel. Eit Rabbi Yochanan Rish Lakish. Ganave Higdish, Vachar Kach Tavach, if he shechted it, if he sold it, and then he was magdished, and then he shechted it, Mesharem Tashlumei Kefel, Ven Mesharem Tashlumei Abba V'chamisha. So we said, he only pays Kefel, not four and five. But the question that was asking now is, but if the Bali were magdish, so whose was it at the time of the Hagdasha? The Bali. When the guy shechted it, Whatever the case was, he took it out of Hegdesh, right? Not from the Baalim. So why is he even paying Kefel? It shouldn't even be Kefel to pay. Everybody got that question, right? No Kefel. So Amalei, so the Gemara says no. So he says, if that's the case, Barei Chazra le Baalim. So he says, no, look at Rashi. Ikeshik disho Baalim, Kefel Mashalei, Barei Chazra Karen le Yadam. The Karen basically was theirs. The Akshua Kolechit, they could manage wherever it was. Now, when do we pay kefel? Says Rashi. When we find the, the stolen goods with this crook. But says, when it is found in his hand. But clearly not his now. How could it be the ganifs? The Bali have no longer got it. The Bali were magdishit. So when the, when the ganif had it, it's not the Bali. At the best you can say it belongs to Hegdesh. You start from Hegdesh. Everybody with me? And I jumped into it like into the deep end, right? But so he says, no. When did when and what's the story? Because she amad bedin. Look at Rashi. She bow edim kolim shegdishu balim. Ah, why is he pay kefel? Because you're right. It was the ganef. It was the balim who magdished it. But edim had come already first and proved that the guy was a ganef before the owners went and magdished it. So they'd already basically been a bit of a din over here. And he was Chayev Kefil, and then they magdished it. So the Gemara says, wait a second, how does it work? Either Amrit say, what did the Dayanim say? It was, what was the Psak of the Dayanim that uh, caused this situation that he'd have to pay Kefil? Either Amrit say, Tainlo. Right, we haven't got a Rashi, there's a Rashi, if you've got a Rashi from Baba Metziah. This Gemara features Baba Metziah. So the, the Rashi in Baba Metziah says as follows If the Dayanim said, say, Tainlo, go pay him. We look at Rashi. Chivu hu beitin v'amulot say tain lo keren v'kefel. They said, go pay the guy now back his keren and pay him the double the kefel. V'achar kach shachato v'achlo. And then the guy basically ignored the baal the edim the dayanim and did whatever he wanted, right? So says the Gemara. If that's the case, it say tain lo my area higdish. What do you mean higdish? Where was the higdish over here? Even if the guy hadn't magdished, he still wouldn't have to be chayv kefil. Why? Rava says, this is a different Gemara of the Rashi says, and you'll see in Dafku Vav in about two weeks' time. No, less than two weeks' time. No, a long time. In a month. Right? In three weeks. Right? Rava's nodding away. Right? He says, Rava says, Tainlo. And if, if the Dayanim say, go pay him, then, and then he tavach, he sold it or he shechted it, he's patur. Why is he patur from the kefel? My time, the kevin, the paskule milte. Because the judgment had been done. The tavach machar, and ignored the Dayanim completely. He's now changed his status. He started off as a ganef who sold it, begneva. And it says, the kignov ishorose, if you stole it as a ganef. But now with the Dayani in Paskin Adin and he flaunts the judgment, he's no longer a Ganif. What's he now? Have a Gazlan. He becomes a Gazlan. Now this is a guy who's in your face. I don't care. No longer a Ganif. Now he's a Gazlan. The Gazlan and the So now he wouldn't have to if the question is when did this judgment you say, ah, how did it happen that they're getting back their carrying? Still gonna pay Kefel. Because the, 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 there was a, there were, there were Adim and there was Dayanut. So at what stage? If it was before the Dayanim already paskened Alocha and he fronted the Alocha, so why is he paying? He's a Gazlan. On the other hand, now we start our duck today. If he was Chieva Talitainlo, 
right? The Dayanim, right? If the Dayanim had, hadn't actually said Tzetainlo, right? So here, they just said that you are Chayef. They're actually Paskin. There seems to be like a bit of a, of a subtlety over here between at which stage in the din this whole thing took place. But if it's at the end of the whole din, when the Beitin said, okay, now they finally, they, 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 uh, they've issued a verdict. But yet at the moment, they're just busy uh, de- de- deliberating still, and they think that, they, that, that, that they're Chayev, and then, Tavachu Machar, then why would he pay Kefil? Mishalim Tashlume Arba V'chamisha. Right? Why? Kevin de Lor Paske Milta Akati Ganefu. So if he, and then look, look, the, 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 I got a Bachsa here, the law pascuele milta. Okay, so a little bit of a version of, of a gear change. The law pascuele milta, a category, because you're right. Lord Chichet, I'm like Chayavat Alitenlo. I'm just talking about when he says Chayavat Alitenlo. Right? So it's not that he says, Tsevet, I become a Gazlan. It's at that stage of the story over there. And you're right. That's the case it would be. And bottom line, we sort of like summarize the story. We, we, we're going to go into the goof in a moment about the Gazlan. We're discussing a lot of detail, but to conclude, we'll be over here. The case would be. When Adim came and they had a din and the Dayanim hadn't finalized the verdict yet, but they had already in their deliberations said to the guy, listen, you should, you, you, you're going to be hard to pay. And uh, they hadn't actually said, save a so he didn't become a Gaz, he started a Ganif. And now uh, he would have to pay. So we've got a cash that they were Magdishit in the intermediary stage, but it was after the din. And that's why he's hired them. The, uh, the, the, the Karen and, and, and the Paisman, the Kefal of the Abba B'chamesh, it seems a bit of a stereo here between the two versions of here. And, uh, and that would be a scenario of where he would have shechted the Korban, and that would be much of the Korban, and he still have to pay them the Kefal or the Abba B'chamesh, even though the Karen, in a sense, was there when they did the Hagdashah, because it was before the Beitin had finally published their final verdict. Okay. So that's really where I wanted to finish yesterday. Okay. So now the Gemara says Gufa. Right? What's Gufa? We have Amar B'Yochanan, Gazal Velonit Yashua Baalim, Shneman Yochim Nahagdi, Shnelefishan Shalom, Vazelefishan Bishotor. This is the quote we just quoted now from Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan said, told us a din, that, uh, that if someone's got a gun of stole something from you, you can't Magdish it because not in your possession, he can't Magdish it because he doesn't own it. You have to have ownership and possession. To be able to magdish it. We'll see later on. This has bearings on other aspects as well. But remember that Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan says, to magdish something, you have to be the owner of it and it has to be in your possession. As opposed to the tsnuin, right? The tsnuin we saw, there was a bit of a, of a leniency over here. The tsnuin, directly Rabbi Yochanan, they said, you can do pigeon, and pigeon for our purposes is the same as hagdashah, right? Because what is pigeon? You're basically saying that the kedusha from that becomes, now moves on to the money. So you magdish the money in a sense. It's a similar aspect to Hagdashah. With Hagdashah, you, you, you're applying Kedusha to a Korban. In, in Pidjon, you're applying Kedusha or you're transferring Kedusha from one, uh, one, one object to another object. Okay, so the, the, the principle of, of Hagdash and Pidjon are, are, are similar principle. And the understanding of the Gemara at the moment is that Rabbi Yochanan says you can't magdish something if you haven't got it in your possession and you don't own it. You also can't do pigeon on something you haven't got in your possession and you don't own it. You need both as well. So let's take the tsnuin, for example. What were the tsnuin doing? The tsnuin were saying that at the end of the day, whatever had been taken and eaten by guys along the way, we were magdish at anyhow, we were doing pote onto a coin. So they were transferring Kedusha, but was it in their possession when they did that Hagdasha? Was it in their possession? Did the tsnuin? No. They've been taken by the passers, by the bar passers, right? The passers bars, whatever you call them, right? Passers bars, bar passers. What's the word? Bar passers, passers by. Passers by. Passers by. Isn't that Brera, basically? Now, so Brera, it's interesting. We're going to get into Brera. It's going to be discussed in the Gemara. It's, it's a good point. Brera is normally when you do something in advance. So Brera is when you say, when I drink that barrel, when I, I'm, I'm the, it, I can take a barrel of wine. So the tsnuin is like a bit of a... So the, 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 the pigeon of the tsnuin is not braira because they now know already what was taken is going to be its pigeon. Braira is when I don't... Braira would be if I did it in the morning. If I wake up in the morning, I say, listen, I'm putting aside money and whatever guys take from the field will be on this coin. Right? So now it's in advance. And then we say, ah, 
Whatever they took, because we don't know now what they're going to take, right? They might take from that tree, from that tree, from that tree. We don't know yet what they're going to take. But we say, Braira, whatever they took is what I meant in the first place when I spoke, woke up in the morning, I said that this coin is here for, for pigeon. So Braira really is in advance. And then we say retroactively, whatever they took was what I intended when I set the coin aside. How we understand the Tznui at the moment is that the Tznui did it at the end of the day. So they could look around and say, ah, all those things that were taken, I was, it's a type of a braira, but technically it's not a braira. I agree with you. And, we, and this is why I'm making this point, not just it's saying yes. It's a, it's a retroactive. It's, in other words, braira works that we start in the outset, we, did we say something, and then retroactively we say it happened. Here we actually do the other round. We're coming at the end of the day and we're saying what happened is what we're doing around. So it's like it's a braira in reverse. The reason why I'm not just saying with you yes, I, put it this way, had I not learned today's daf, I would have said to you it's braira. But we'll see now in the, in the daf today that the, the Gabor is going to make a very, very, very fine distinction between the, the in advance and, 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 and post-fact. That's why I'm saying it's not braira, because otherwise the whole daf, we'll see, goes, falls, falls. If we call it braira, then a lot of what Rabbi Yochanan is going to be discussing today is not going to be relevant. So, so that's, uh, it was a, a, a okay, let's care. So the Gabor said like this, uh, so it's that Rabbi Yochanan, right? Rabbi Yochanan said, you have to be the owner and you have to have it in your possession. Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan already say that? We've this before many times. Rabbi Yochanan says, that, and we know that from that, we, we also know that, right? In fact, there's a Rashi over here from Baba Matsir as well. Rashi says, What's this idea? This is a very nice little bit of, uh, of, uh, of Klalei Psika. Right? What does it mean, Mishnah, says Rashi over here in Baba Matsir? He says, Rabbi saw that there were Yechidim, right? And he wanted the halacha to be like the Yechidim. What's our problem? We don't paskin like a Yachid, right? We paskin like the Rabbim. So Rebbe didn't write them as a Yechidim. He wrote them as Stam without their name. So we could paskin like a Stam Mishnah, not even say, ah, oh, that's a Dat Yachid. Now who did a similar thing? The Rambam. Because the Rambam also writes, the reason why I didn't mention the names of the people he was passing like in the in, in, in his Sefer Mitzvot was because then people say, ah, that's a Da'at Yachid. So just left the names out. And then that guy say, it seems like he modeled himself on Rebbe. Look at Rashi here. I'm reading a Rashi. It's a Likute Rashi from Bab Metzir. The first one, if you've got an art scroll, it'll be the first Rashi on the, in the, in the, on the, on the outside of the column there. It says, V'stam nami b'mishnah divre Yachidim. And Rebbe also, in the Mishnah, he, just, he never mentioned people's names. Shara'ah Rebbe et Divrahim. He saw what they said. V'shanan Stam. And he never mentioned the name. He just wrote it without mentioning them. Why? K'day Ligboa Halacha Kemotam. Right? Uh, and there's another Ashley. V'lo iskir shayim amro alehen. K'day shelo yushnuya mipi yachid. He didn't want to be written by an yachid. V'nirin k'ilu nishnu mipnei hamarubim v'yasu kemotam. Beitzah. So Rebbe actually part of the start of how he wrote it into the Mishnah was you wouldn't know it was a Yachid, you'd think it was a Rabbim, and then you'd pass it to See, Michael's taken up residence on a bus, eh? He moved into a bus this week, Michael. And uh, so, so, uh, so that's, that's uh, so that, and, and Rabbi Yochanan passed it the same way, right? He says, Mishnah. And what's that star Mishnah we've got over here? Now, this is all Sibanim over here. This Mishnah that we're quoting over here is a Mishnah in Masechet Masesheni. And it's a Mishnah which is discussing all the different Simanim that the Chachamim instituted, that every like different things would have different Simanim. People wandering around the country, right, would be warned of what they're about to see. So when it came to, if you had a field of Kerem Revai, it's in your fourth year now, like we spoke like the Tsunami, for example, and it's a problem, you can't eat the Kerem Revai. So, They put like mounds of sand around these, uh, these Kerem Revai stories and explains the Mishnah, what's the idea of sand? Simana, what's the idea? Kerema, it was like land, what's Adama? You get benefit from the land. When you redeem it, you got to get hana. So the sand, you get hana from sand. How do you get hana from sand? 
Rashi says, because I'm saying you, fla- you, 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 you plow and you seed and you harvest, so sand gives you an ah, so to neteravai, if you do a pigeon properly, you can also get hana'ah. In other words, you're allowed to eat it, just remember to redeem it. Vashel orla, now orla, you aren't allowed to eat orla at orla, that's in the third year. What was the sign they put around orla? They put charsit. What's charsit? says Rashi over here. Tutei ra'afim tibbles So like broken pieces of tiles. Rashi says he had tibbles, perush, ra'afim, levenim, or bricks, like broken pieces of shards. What was the idea of the shard? What's the siman? Kecharsit, macharsit, she'enanamina, you get no hana, the broken shards you can't get any benefit from. Afhai, delayed be'anamina, so to telling you, remember you see the broken shards, stay away. It's orla. And then Bashel kvarot, graves, besid, they put like a, some sort of like a limestone. Sid, how do they translate Sid there? Limestone, like a paint or like a plaster, whatever, what's Sid there? Lime. Lime, okay. And what is that, Siman? It's white, like, it's somewhat like bones. Right? says the Don't just put the lime there, but you grind it, you smash it, and you pour it all over the show. Look at Rashi, the last white lines at the top. And you dilute it in water. And you pour it around the kev. You made like a white marking. Right? Like, you know, like on a soccer field, you've got that like, uh, what's that made of? That white stuff? Dot chalk. It's also made of like a lime. Right? How do they make that marking in the soccer field? That's a chalk. Yeah. Like a tub of chalk, yeah? It says, It's very, very white. Right? What's the idea of it being very, very white? Uh, so it looks like bones, I suppose, and whatever. So now Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel, Shimon Gamliel says, but up until now the Mishnah been a stab Mishnah, right? No, no Tanner's name be mentioned. Suddenly comes Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel and says, but made remember what he's speaking about. He says he's got an argument Tanner with Tanner Kama. He says Beshvit, this only applies during the Shmita year, the Hefker, because in the Hefker year fields are Hefker and guys are allowed to walk around and eat what they want and pick up the trees. So we put up warning signs, we warn them. But in the rest of the year, look at him, the rest of the year, Halitayu, right, from Halitayina, like, you know, with that's what, with, what's his name, Yaakov's brother, New Asa. Asa says to him, Halitayina, I mean, right, Halitayina, feed me, please. So he says over here, Rabbi Shuman Gamliel, in the rest of the year, when you're already walking around there, Feed the Russia and let him die. What do we care about the Russia? This only applies to because he's stealing. Only on the Shmita year. That's why he's a Russia. God comes into my field and worries about. It. I care if he didn't get nectar of vay or la. Let him die. Yeah, pretty harsh approach. We shouldn't come here, right? Fields, you know, if you're walking to Inverity and Sarid, but they have signs. You know, this is private. Do not take. It's theft or whatever. Really, eh? Not, 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 not this strong. Like, no, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, they, they don't say if you do, then choke on your fruit, right? So now, but the Mishnah, the same Mishnah. Remember, remember the purpose of this Mishnah was the discussion in Gamliel. Rabbi, Rabbi, Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan said we pass like a star Mishnah, right? Pass like a star Mishnah. She says we had snuin. Now this the Mishnah sort of carries on. So the way the style of the Mishnah is that it seems like you're Tanakama Stam Mishnah. Rabbi Shimon Gamliel arguing, and now we go back to Stam Mishnah, maybe. Or it could be Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, see in a moment. And then the Tznuin, the Tznuin put the money out there, Vomrin, they say what? Kola nilkat mize, you see, nilkat in the past tense, right? Kola nilkat mize, mechulal alamaot alalu. Look at Rashi, kola nilkat. Alma afagad delete birshute. Mafrik v'tofes pidyono, even though they haven't got in their possession the tsunurim, why? Because the guys have taken the food already, they still are able to do mafrik, to do pidyon, and to do it. And now we're saying now that we'll see just now, it'll come clear in a moment at the end of the sugya, that pidyon for our purposes, the redeeming of it, is the same as being makdish. So in other words, if Rabbi Yochanan said you have to have the korban in your possession to makdish, he would say that you have to have the pigeon, the, the masse in your hands as well to do the pigeon or the carrier of to the pigeon. So now the says, Now you're going to tell me, wait a second, this is a big cash of Rabbi Yochanan. Because we said a moment ago that Rabbi Yochanan said, And that's what Rabbi Yochanan said, that you can't do Hegdesh if you haven't got it in your possession. But if that's right, we see over here, that uh, the Stam Mishnah, the Tznuin, the Tznuin said that you can do it without it being in your possession. So the Gemara says, wait a second, maybe you're going to answer me. Now we know that the Baratzev Achitaima, 
Vechitaymeh is maybe, but not, right? You might think so, but it's not the case. So the simple answer would be Vechitaymeh, Manta, Nitznui, and Rashbag. Maybe they tell me, ah, who said Snui in Rashbag? In which case, Rashbag is not part of the Stam. The Stam Mishnah is everything, hello, Rex. The Stam is everything up until here. And now it's not Rashbag anymore. Now it's Snui in his Rashbag, not the, not the Stam. So Rabbi Yochanan is not at Stira. Rabbi Yochanan passes like Tanakama. And the Snui is mentioned in Rabbi Shimon Gamliel. So it's not a stereo, maybe, but I'm going to say, but that can't be, because I'm Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan himself said, Rabbi Yochanan quotes Rabbi Yochanan, and we know this halacha very, 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 very well. We learned it in Baba Batra, actually. Where's he quoting it from? Mishra Shaz Gitin, Ketubot, Sanhedrin, Bechorot. Okay, Baba Batra's not mentioned here. But we learned this a long time ago in Baba Batra, when we saw the Rashbam, when he gave his Kalei Psika, and he mentioned Rashbag, remember? The Rashbag is in the Mishnah, it always features in the Mishnah. But yeah, it's a bit more of a fine tune. So Rabbi Yochanan, whenever Rabbi Shimon Gamliel features in the Mishnah, Halacha Kemoto, Halacha is always like him, except, he gives three exceptions. Chutzmi, Arev, Vitzidan, Veraya, Chron. It's not a sugi, I don't want to spend time on it now. But Arev rushes in a get, Pashal, a, 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 a guarantor to a get. Tzedan, Bemishach, Zo, Kordikom, Kordikos, whatever, and Araya, Bepechen, and Sanhedrin. Okay, with the last one. But this isn't one of them. So here, yeah, if it's new, it should be like Rashbag. So what do you mean that, Rash, that, that Rashbag is the one saying it's new and it's not a star Mishnah? It can't be Rabbi Shimon Gabriel who said it because Alokas definitely would be like him. And we say that Rabbi, Gishim, Rabbi Yochanan doesn't hold like him. On the other hand, if it's not Rashbag, it's Stam Mishnah. And Rabbi Yochan doesn't hold like this Stam Mishnah either. How can Rabbi Yochan say that? Look at like Stam Mishnah. If Snuin is Stam Mishnah, we said Snuin don't need anything in your possession to Magdish. Everybody following me? Hello there. Everybody with me? Right? Okay, so I'm going to say it in a long way. Lord Tamer, call on your conversation. Now the Gemara is here, come, Robert. That's why I made that whole fuss about the, 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 the Brera, right? So the Gemara says, no, you know what? Don't say call on Neil Cut. Whatever was taken at the end, say Elaima kolha mitla mize. Say whatever will be. Look at Rashi. Mitla kate sheatidin nilkot. Whatever will be collected. So the Gemara says, how can you say that? And then we haven't got a problem, so to speak. In other words, the nilkat Rabbi Yochanan wouldn't agree with Rabbi Yochanan, right? The nilkat what what would be. Right? It says what would be, in other words, that it would be Braira would help us. Because over here we're saying a nil cut, what was taken wasn't in their possession. So they can't do Magdish according to Rabbi Yochanan because it wasn't in their possession. If you say Hamitlakate, what will be in the future, in, at the moment, is in their possession to the Tznuin? Yes! Hasn't been taken yet. So the Tznuin are you talking about? What will be taken in the future, and now it's in their possession when they made this decision, that they're right. And therefore, it's not a steward Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan can still say, when you haven't got a korban in your possession, you can't magdish it, neither you or the owner, because the owner hasn't got it, and you don't own it. And the Tznuin are not talking about that. So the Tznuin are saying, I've got the, I own the fruit at the moment. It's in my possession at the moment. At the moment, I'm, I'm telling you these coins that I'm setting aside are... Uh, going to do pigeon in the future or stuff that I own now. And I say, Braira, when they actually took it in the end, I know now what I was referring to and it was mine when I did it. Correct? We were happy, right? So if you, the reason you, at the moment you say mitlaket and you use Braira, we haven't got a problem more with Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan fits in beautifully with this Stamishta. Everybody following me? I'm going a little bit quick, but please, Kevin, is it clear, clear, clear? You're looking at it not 100% clear. I'm having to go one more time. I want you to understand. Let's all understand this properly. At the, we got a question. Rabbi Yochanan said, that if a Ganeth stole a Korban, we said yesterday, or in yesterday's daf, that what was, the, what was the case? The owners of the Korban were Makdish the Korban. But Rabbi Yochanan won't agree with that. Rabbi Yochanan says, in order to Makdish something, there have to be two conditions. It has to be yours, and it has to be in your possession. So if a Ganeth stole it from you, even if you haven't met yet, so he doesn't own it, you still own it, but not in your possession. So if it's not in your possession and you don't own it, and even if you own it, you can't magdish it. So now we quoted that, that Rabbi Yochanan. The Gemara said, what is it? Don't we say Rabbi Yochanan passed like Stam Mishnah? Yes. Okay, but let's look at the Stam Mishnah. The Stam Mishnah speaks about the Tznuin. And the Mishnah speaks about the Tznuin. The Tznuin, they set money aside 
And they said that money's been set aside for guys who pass by and they want to save them and they're going to chop their fruit, which is Kerem Revai. They don't want them to eat foods which are treif, which are asur. So they're going to do a pigeon and help the guys who are walking by do the pigeon. But the problem with the Mishnah is, the Mishnah says that they're going to do pigeon post-fact. At the end of the day, they're going to say, whatever guys took from us during the day, we're going to do pigeon on. And we said that doing pigeon, this redemption is similar to, to being to dedicating a korban. Same principles of Hagdasha. But now, Rabbi Yochanan passed next time Mishnah. But the Tznu in our star Mishnah, the Tznu in say that they did it post-fact. Post-fact means that they're doing the redemption on the coins after the guys were taking the produce. It means they haven't got the produce in their hands when they do the pigeon, correct? So how can Rabbi Yochanan live with that star Mishnah? So the first answer was, no, it's not star Mishnah, it's Rabbi Shimon Gamliel. Of course, it can't be, because Rabbi Yochanan himself says that whenever Rabbi Shimon Gamliel features in the Mishnah, other than those three cases of Arav, Tzidan, and uh, whatever the third one was, I forget what the third one was, and Raya Achrona, right? Halochas Lakim. And, and then that complicates matters even more, because it means he paskas like the Tznuin with, uh, with the f- not being in his possession. So we said, no, it's actually, it's actually Tanakama. It's not, uh, it's not that. And what's the answer? Don't say that in the past tense, say Mitlakate in the future tense. Now we haven't got a problem. When Rabbi Yochanan, when the Mishnah, the Tznuin, would do their pigeon, what would they do? Every morning they'd wake up, they'd take a bunch of money, they'd put it on the side, they'd say, this money is for all the stuff that during the course of the day are going to be eaten by strangers. And now, at the time that they did that, the, 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 the fruits are in their possession and it's in their ownership, so they've got entitled to do that. And how does it work? Prayer. In other words, how do we know what they were referring to? Prayer. We say that when the guys actually took it, that's what they had in mind in the morning. Okay, what are you with me? That's what we're up to now. So now the Gemara says, is that a fact? But didn't Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan say, no, 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 is that a fact that Rabbi Yochanan says such a thing? In other words, mitlaket would work, right? Because Vaham Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan said that snuin the Rabbi Dosa amru davarechad. That we got. We'll see a moment a limud of Rabbi of Rabbi Dosa. So the snuin Rabbi Dosa are similar. They synonymous. They say the same thing. Rabbi Dosa nilkat ka'amar, and we know Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Dosa says doesn't say mitlaket. He says, Neil Kach, Rabbi Dosa is like the version in our Mishnah, which is in the past tense, not the future tense. And Rabbi Yochanan told us that the Tznu and Rabbi Dosa are the same. They both believe the same thing. So Rabbi Dosa is talking about the past tense. Then it means Tznu in is also past tense. We come back to our strange, our original problem, right? If it's past tense, then how could they have do, how could they do pidyon when the stuff isn't there? And now the Gemara proves Rabbi, what Rabbi Dosa says. The Tanya, Rabbi Yudah Omer, Shacharit, Balabait, Omed, Vomer. Rabbi Yudah says, in the morning, the, the Balabait stands up and says, Kol sheyilaktu aniim ayom yehefka. Whatever the aniim come and take will be hefka. Now what's the idea of, of yilaktu? There's a mitzvah of leket shechachah v'paya, right? That a guy's out harvesting his stuff and he picks up some things and they fall out of his hands. So two of them, leket is like, if two things fall, you don't pick them up. If three fall, you pick it up, right? That's the din of leket. Something like that. The Rabbi Yudah says that the Balabai, the Tzadikim would say, whatever the, the Anim picked up, if it was more than two, but three or four or five, we, it's hefket it's theirs, we don't mind them having it. Tzadikim. Rabbi Dos Omer, le'itute erev, Omer, kol shelaktu Anim yehefka. So Rabbi Yudah says, we start off in the morning and we say, whatever they will pick up is Yefka. Rabbi Dosa says, no, in the past tense, in the evening. The Balabai says, whatever they took is Yefka. So we see Rabbi Dosa is talking about what? Past tense, right? In the, in the evening, which sounds like our Mishnah originally. Before we changed our Mishnah to say, not Nilkatu Ella Mitlaket. And here Rabbi Dosa and Rabbi Yochanan himself said, Rabbi Dosa is like our Tsunuim. And Rabbi Dosa is talking about past tense. Rabbi Yudah is the one who's talking about future tense. Everybody with me? Right. What's the problem? Change the shit around. Obviously, there's a mistake. Obviously, if Rabbi Yochanan passes like Star Mishnah, and Star Mishnah, we've got a problem with the Tznuin. So we're going to change the Tznuin to fit in with Rabbi Yochanan, and the Tznuin can't be talking about past, they're talking about future tense. And now you've got a big question of your ah, but Rabbi Dosa and Tznuin are the same. 
and there's a machloket Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Dosa, we've obviously got a mistake in the version of Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Dosa. Rabbi Yochanan made a mistake. So change around Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Dosa, and, and Rabbi Dosa and Rabbi Yehuda. And now we've got a problem. Rabbi Yehuda says that in the, in, in the evening, and Rabbi Dosa says in the morning, and Rabbi Dosa is talking future tense, Rabbi and Snu in the country, Rabbi Yochanan now makes sense future tense. And we've got no problem. Rabbi Yochanan could say that Snu and Rabbi Dosa are the same. Rabbi Yochanan can say, And we can say that the Snuin are not Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, but they stam Mishnah. And what were they speaking about? They were speaking about future tense, not past tense. Everybody with me? And now everybody's happy. We've changed the Mishnah. We've changed the Machlokit, Rabbi Yudin, Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yudin, Rabbi Dosa. And everything fits in with Rabbi Yochanan. Just understand the extent that the Gemara is going to make you understand Rabbi Yochanan. Now, we always say, well, I always like to say that Rabbi Yochanan was like the heavyweight. You can see here. This whole Amud is about sorting out Rabbi Yochanan. Because how could Rabbi Yochanan have said something? It doesn't make sense. It's impossible. I don't say that cynically. I mean, dead serious. So the Gemara said, what are you talking about? Am I Afkat Matnita? Why you want to change the Mishnah around? Afkhan Rabbi Yochanan. Why the change Rabbi Yochanan around? What, Rabbi Yochanan is an untouchable. The Mishnah, the brighter, we can just cut and paste and do what you want to say Rabbi Yochanan. Change Rabbi Yochanan. That's what the Gemara says. Ve'ema and say with Shnuin, Rabbi Yudah Amudabarechad. Don't say Rabbi Yochanan said Shnuin and Rabbi Dosa. Change Rabbi Yochanan. And say the Machlokit and the Mishnah is the same. Rabbi Yochanan says we need to have a future tense. So just say that Rabbi Yochanan said that it's Shnuin and Rabbi Yudah. Then we at least we don't change the brighter, so we make a bit of a change to the Mishnah, but the brighter we can still, I was why change everything, right? Simpler, change Rabbi Yudah. So the said, can't be, why? So I'm right, Lord Sagia, the Lord said, like this, what? Lord Sagia, we have to change the brighter. If we're going to make a change over here, we have to change it. Why do we have to, this Mishnah? Is it the Mishnah or brighter? The Shabbi Yochan, Rabbi Yochan, the Tanya, it's a brighter, I think. So Lord, we have a Matnita. It's brighter. Yeah, it's brighter. Yeah, it must be brighter. Right, Why? The Bahamatnitin Katani, because they're going to this brighter over here. See, Matnitin is a Mishnah, but I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe in the. Look at that. Yeah, Mr. Shah says, yeah, Matnita. Okay, I just thought now. Right. So he says, change to Matnita. Right. Matnita is brighter. Okay, I missed that one earlier. Right. Mr. Shah says, yeah, Matnita. Then it makes sense, because Matnita in Arabic is a brighter. Matnitin is a Mishnah. So he says, the Bahamatnita. Let me actually mark that one second. It says the high matnita ketani de ita rabbi yudah breira. He says no, we actually want to change the brighter around. Why? Because the brighter says that according to rabbi yudah, when do we do it? We do it in the morning, right? What does he mean doing it in the morning? But a bike gets up in the morning. He says this money I'm setting aside, or the leket, any leket that the that the anim pick is theirs. It means when you say it in the morning, it means we only know what they actually picked when they pick it. And Breira will tell us that now what they actually picked is what I was referring to in the morning. So if we go with this brighter, we say this brighter implies Rabbi Yudah's got Breira. Ah, what's the problem with that? The Shmaila Rabbi Yudah Baalmeh, we've learned as a rule that Rabbi Yudah says, in my second arrow in the Gemara quotes over here, the late lay Breira. Rabbi Yudah doesn't hold a Breira as a stum Breira. As a stam braira, ba'alme. So he says to Rabbi Yudah ba'alme. As a rule, not that he never has braira, I think, but as a rule, that he hasn't got braira. Uh, right? Look what he says over here. Ditna, and he quotes a mishnah. What's the mishnah? This is the mishnah masechet demai. Halokeach yainu erakutim. This is our famous classic story, right? A guy takes bars wine from the goyim. Rashi says over here on erev Shabbos between Ashmashot. In the Tosefta, the Kishav Ayom, and they're coming Shabbos, Shreve, Ain Lomali, Shlop Shabbos, good afternoon to drink on Shabbos, Ain Lopanai, he's got no time to do the Hafrasha. So, what does he do? He says, Omesh, Nay, Lug, out of 100 Lug, right, we'll, we'll, that I'm going to Mafresh in the future after Shabbos will be Truma, and Asara, and 10 of them will be Masi Rishon, and 9 will be Masi Shaini, and then Mechel, Veshote, Miyad, Divra, Rabbi Meir. And then he can Mechel, Rashi's Mechel, Motsi, Masi Shaini, the Chulin, and Masi Yashlo, the Bait. Quickly has a coin there and he does the Masi Shaini, he does a pigeon. Because Rashi says that we had the Masi Yashlo, whatever time he has got to do, he does do. And, and Masi Shaini is good enough to now Miriba Alma Sagan is actually separate anything. It says that's on Masi Shaini, the coin, it's all fine. And then he drinks it. That's where he made it. He says, What? Breira! Because I haven't yet separated anything. 
I'm going to drink now from the barrel. And what's Breira? What I drank is not the two lug and not the ten lug and not the nine lug. It's all the others. That's Breira. What I tuck, stuck my, 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 my cup into the barrel and I took out of the barrel, that was Dafka, not the two, ten, nine lug and the Masyashani. Those were all stayed in the barrel. How do you know? That's Breira. With me? Right? That's Breira. Rabbi Mary says, Breira, and look here, Rabbi Yuda, Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Shimon Osrin. They say it's Asur. Look at Rashi. Second Airlines. The late little Breira, see, at the moment, the Gemara's Havamin is, that why they're saying Asur? Because they haven't got Breira. Lomar, I mean, that I drank the truma and everything else stayed in the barrel. So he has a problem. So we can't say Rabbi Yehuda then. Was, was the wine from the Kutim uh, kosher? They were considered Kinilu Jews. One second. You, you ask your question on the Yainesech. Yeah. Okay, that's what, okay, so I, I just translated Kutim. But remember, we've got a case of Kutim being a suffix, right? Kutim or, or Gire Arayot. So the Machlok and Chazal, if the Kutim are Jewish, not Kutim. So for these purposes, we haven't got a problem buying wine from them. Okay. Right there. What? The, the note says that in Chulin, it says they prohibited the wine Kutims because they were involved in Abdel Zarah. But this, it's not a Mishnah, it's, it's a Breita. This Breita was taught prior to that decree. Really, eh? Well, okay. Because like I said, this is a Machloket, so I suppose it changed all the time. Okay, good point. Okay, so that, that's worth noticing. So the, the, according to that, that note over there, it will change. So this time over here, they were still buying wine from the Kutim. I just I, I didn't even spend too much time thinking about that. I just thought there was an edit, it, it was a, uh, a censorship over here, and we wrote Kutim, we actually meant going. And the Chabim didn't worry about it because maybe you knew that this guy you were buying from was a record, it was a proper wine merchant, and we never had a problem. That's how I understood the Gemara, but it's fine. I mean, does it doesn't 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 uh, it's a good question, right? If you look at there's a Rashi over here. If you look at the Rashi over here from Sota, right? It says. Uh, he rashi points out over here that just as tells us that the, that the kutim were chashud on the truma and not like ameha aretz. Right? Ameha aretz, that we never do mafish truma gedola. Here we even took truma gedola. With Ariochan, we know the story about, so he says over here, he points out that we were more choshesh on the kutin than we were on the Amaretz. Because with Amaretz, you have to have Truma Gadola, with Kutin, we took Truma Gadola. So he never had a problem over here with him actually drinking the wine. But okay, all the points were good. Okay, let's carry on. So he says, so we see over here that Rabbi Yudah hasn't got, hasn't got, uh, hasn't got, uh, hasn't got uh, what do you call it, uh, Braira? So the Gemara says, Amre, in the end, soft, soft, Amaika Afkadele Makitin. So why are we changing in our Mishnah, our Braita? So now we understand. So you want to change the whole bright around. Why? Because we're going to cash here of Rabbi Yudah and Rabbi Yudah. Because we don't change our bright around now. We're into a new problem. We end up saying that Rabbi Yudah in our bright says that there is Braira. And Rabbi Yudah in that bright says in that mission there isn't Braira. Correct? That's our new problem. Right? So it says, But by the same token, there'll also be a kasha in Rabbi Yochanan. What's the kasha in Rabbi Yochanan? The Amart... Because what did you say? You said that Rabbi Yochanan himself said, we're going to change the mission around to fit in with, and not say nilkat in the past tense, but to say mitlaket in the future tense. In other words, what are you saying? So Rabbi Yochanan, I'll meet Leibreira. Because then you're going to tell me Rabbi Yochanan wouldn't have a problem saying mitlaket, why? Because Rabbi Yochanan would be happy. We wanted to say, let's change everything around to the future tense. Right? And then we don't have to worry about that not being in your possession. And we can live with Braira, right? And then we've got, and we could change Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Dosa, and we could change Snoo into not Nilka to, to Mitlakate, and then we've got a problem with Rabbi Yochanan. Remember? That's what we said. You remember that? Right? So, wait a second. So, you're going to change Rabbi Yochanan to, from Nilka to Mitlakate. Rabbi Yochanan now becomes in the future tense. Now, what do we say? Rabbi Yochanan is happy to live with Braira, but is that a fact? Rabbi Yochanan late that Braira, but Rabbi Yochanan doesn't hold the Braira either, like Rabbi Yudah and Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Shimon. I'm Rabbi Asi, I'm Rabbi Yochanan. We've got a Gemara over here that Rabbi Asi and Rabbi Yochanan. There's a Gemara in Gittin, I think. No, in Beitzah. 
Right? And it's separated up the Yerusha while they own the farm together, the Yerusha. So it was like, hey, once they split it up, we said, and every Yova they got to basically do a whole new deal together because as if they bought from their familial estate. So in other words, Rabbi Yochanan says, we don't hold a Braira. Because what would Braira imply? That once the brothers split up their estate, we say that's really what the father intended to give them, right? We say no. As if they bought their assets each from each other, and every Yovel, it goes back into the pot, because it now all returns back to the familial estate, and they have to reportion out every single year. In other words, there's no braira. You don't have to give back Yerusha. So why are they going to give this back? We're saying we're not applying prayer here. So therefore, they're going to say, you know what, let's leave the Mishnah as it was. Let's not get messing around here. That Mishnah which said, snowy nilkat in the past tense, we leave it as it was. Right? So and what about the fact that Rabbi Yochanan says, look, like it's Tam Mishnah. How could he say that? Because this now, it's Tam Mishnah, Rabbi Yochanan. We say, no, don't worry. Rabbi Yochanan, Tamachina Ashkechad. We've got another Mishnah, which we can show you where Rabbi Yochanan says, look, like it's Tam Mishnah. Right? Everybody following me? Right? And what's that star Mishnah? It's now, the work of Mishnah over here now, which is our Mishnah we saw a few days ago. Right? Ein ha-gonev achar ha-ganav meshalem tashlumei kefel. A ganav who steals from a ganav doesn't pay the new ganav tashlumei kefel. That was a star Mishnah. Am I? Why not? Bishlom al-ganav, bishlom al-ganav, bishlom al-ganav, doesn't pay the first ganav because the pasuk says because because only when you start from the owner, not from the gunner. So I don't have to pay you. I mean, I, so why doesn't he pay the original owners? What do you want? How can he pay the original owner? When do you pay? Rather, he wants that now. The same thing like we said of Hegdesh applies as well to the din of Kefel. When do you owe a guy Kefel? If you started from him. When he had it in his possession and he owned it. Now, when you started from the guy from the second from Ganif number one, did the original owner have it in his possession? No. Did he own it? Maybe yes, because it wasn't just before Yayush, but he never in possession. So you wouldn't have to pay him either. Okay, I agree. Not the the I agree, I agree, I agree. So Gamora says, well a second. Why did you decide to Dafka go after Vista Mishnah now? Lavid, Why don't you go stick to the snowing one? Right, stick to the snowing one and say that leave it at Nilkat and don't change it to Mitlaket. And Rabbi Yochanan basically would not have, would have problems of Brayer over there. So he says, that a pasuk which supported to prevent, to, to encourage the second pasuk, the second Mishnah. Why? Because the pasuk says, when a guy's magdish his house, it's called Shlashem. Ma beito bishuto, af kol bishuto. Bottom line is Rabbi Yochanan preferred this one over here. Magdish, bishuto, everything has to be bishut. The bottom line is you can't do anything. You have to pay. There's no kefil. There's no pigeon. There's no hegdesh unless it's yours and it's in your reshut. Okay? And that's why Rabbi Yochanan liked this. The Mishnah supports it. The Pasuk supports it. Gonemi Beito, Beito, the same passage over there. Bishuto, Ki Agdishet Beito, Kodesh Lashem. Everything basically has to be Ma Beito, Bishuto, Avkob, Takiasin, Yoroshut. Everything has to be in Yoroshut. Fits in very beautifully. Okay. So now we're going to see three. Gonna, ooh, we're running out of time. Maybe we'll just do one of them. So one second. I'm going to buy it. I buy it. Now a couple of explanations on this idea here of Rabbi Dosa and Rabbi Yuda. Etc. So I was like this. If Rabbi Yochanan hadn't said that, Rabbi Yoh, that, that the Tznuin in our Mishnah, which they put aside the money, the actual guys in the Kemrevai, and Rabbi Dosa who said that we worry about the Anim, remember? Rabbi Dosa worries about the Anim, the Anim who do leket. Who do leket. So Tznuin who worried about Ganavim, right? The Tznu are about Ganabim. The guys come into the field and eat in their field. That's why Shimon Gabriel said we're only speaking about, uh, about Shemitah because that's otherwise the guys are Ganabim, let them die. But the Tanakam is clearly speaking about Ganabim, right? Even when it's not Shemitah, we worry about the Ganabim. He says over here, so Abayah says, He loved the Amr Rabbi Yochanan, Snuri Rabbi Yosef, Amr Rabbi Yosef, 
Having a tznuin, it leod Rabbi Dosa. I would say, you know what? The tznuin who worry about the ganavim, they also worry, they agree with Rabbi Dosa that you worry about the anim. But Rabbi Dosa, Rabbi Dosa only holds about the worries about the anim. He doesn't worry about the ganavim. And the explains, or Rabbi explains, Tznuin it leod Rabbi Dosa, ma beganav avdu Rabbanan takanti, Rabbanam el takana, to save the ganavim from eating kerem revai, sa anim, obviously, they would make a takana for the anim. However, Rabbi Dosa, Late, late, snoring. Rabbi Yosef told of snoring. Why? Anim, who does the Rabbanan Takanta? Here, Rabbi Yosef would say, listen, as far as Anim are concerned, Chavere Takana. Because the poor Anim, we need, to go, we need to go overboard to try and help them. But about Ganav, Rabbi Rabbanan Takanta. And who would that be like? I'm sure in Gabriel, right? He said, we don't care about that Ganavi. That was happening. Let's quickly maybe push on for one more thing. I'm a Rabbi. Rabbi says, Idlav, I'm Rabbi Yochanan, snoring, Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Dosa, Dabra Echad. Rabbi says as well, Rabbi Yochanan mentioned to us, Rabbi Dosa and Chalim with us and snoring were the same. Have I mean a man, Tana, snoring? Who the two? I would have said, Who's the Tana who teaches us the dean of snoring? Rabbi Mary. Right, because that's what Rabbi Mary says, Maser, Mamon Gabor. Rabbi Mary says that Maser actually belongs to Shammai. So when you take Maser Shani, right, it's, it's, it's not yours, it's Maser, Mamon Gabor, but nonetheless, but Rachamim is said, it doesn't matter. Even though it's, 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 it belongs to Shamayim, we can treat it as if it's yours to do pigeon, and you can redeem it and keep it for yourself. If a person wants to redeem his own master, he adds a fifth, he adds 25%. We see here, the Torah calls it yours. And you add a 25% of a chomesh, and you can have it. So even if not, it wasn't yours to begin with. It was who, who, what, what right have you got to take mamon gavoa, vakarosh baruchu, and decide you want it? So the Torah said you can. We call it, we, even that's Hashem's, we call it yours, to enable you to redeem it, because in your hegdesh, you're getting an extra 25% out of it. And he says, Kerem Revai Nami, so it's with Kerem Revai. Gam, uh, gamar Kodesh, Kodesh Vimasir, there's a Xerashavir or a Hekesh from Masir. From Masir. Ketivach and Kodesh Shilurim, Muktiv Gabe Masir, Vachom Masir Arts, Mizer Arts, Mipreets, Lashemu Kadosh. Ma Kadosh, Tiktiv Gabe Masir, Avagad the Mamma Gavu, in your Pedi Okber Hwanabishute. Even that Sashem's, it's considered yours, Masir Shani, for the redemption purposes. Avai Kadosh Nami, so to this Kerem Revai, Tiktiv Gabe Kerem Revai, Avagad the Mamma Diday, who's not yours, in your Nehule Okber Hwanabishute. You can do, you can, you can, you can redeem it as well. The, the Torah called it yours. Nami That's opinion. That's Shani. So that is the Tznuin. With regards to Leket, Who is it? It's really yours. The Masih Shani and the Kerem was never yours. But the Torah gave it to you to do pigeon because you were to add on to it. But Leket, Lekhi is mamish yours. The, the Ani went out to the first two pieces that fell. The third one, who does it belong to? To you. Right? Ki itay brishutay hu de matzimafkile. You can mafkile if you want, but that's only when it's in your reshut. In other words, that is if you did it in the morning, before you had been, had been taken. About ki leitay brishutay was no longer in your reshut when somebody else has got it. Lo matzimafkile. How do you do mafkir? So now we're adding another principle to the same conditions. Rabbi Yochanan said you can only do hegdesh when you own it and it's your reshut. You can only do pidjon when you own it and it's in your reshut. We're now saying you can only do mafkir something when you own it and it's in your reshut. So how could Rabbi Dosa say over here that you can mafkir something in the evening, which was taken in the morning? Right? That's what we would have said that Rabbi Dosa and Stewing don't work out together. Right, I'm Ravina. So that's so that, that, that's that's basically one of it. Comes up, Yochanan says, "No, you can do it." So therefore, we say that you can. Let's stop over here. It's a good place to stop. Okay. Let's go off. Went a little. Uh-huh.